painful sex, peeing when you sneeze, heavy menstrual bleeding, hemorrhoids, these are just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to crap women deal with after childbirth, surgery, or just living life as a woman. Yet no one talks about it. How can we live our best life as a woman, mom, partner, and athlete without having to settle for average sex or dirty pants? This is the question, and this podcast will dive into real answers. If you get offended easily, this is not the podcast for you. We get real, and sometimes real isn't pretty or proper. If you have young ones nearby, we suggest you put in headphones. We are Joss and Jenny, and welcome to Real Talk with the Pelvic Docs. Before we get started, if you like what you hear, follow us on Instagram, at the Vagina Doc and at Pelvic Boxer. DM us and we will personally answer your questions. For this episode and all future episodes, please keep in mind our disclaimer. The information on this podcast is intended as general information only and should not be substituted or used in lieu of medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Now, let's dive into today's episode. And we were talking about what it means to have a really fast delivery and why it's a there is an effort to slow it down. So Jenny is going to explain that right now. So 30 minutes is especially for first pregnancy is kind of at the high end of being fast. Um, and if we think about what happens during delivery, if you have an epidural, you can't necessarily feel it, but as the uterus contracts, so it's actually not just a circumferential contraction, you kind of get a press down from the top and then a squeeze in from the sides. And as that happens, the baby's hitting down on the pelvic plate, which is those muscles. So you're getting this really nice kind of stretch and relax, stretch and relax as you go through contractions. And if you don't have enough repetition of that, the muscle kind of just gets stretched really fast and then the baby's out. And so um, Jocelyn really likes to use analogies from sports because we're all familiar with sports things. So it's kind of, um, she just, we were talking here a little bit off of Zoom and she gave the analogy of a hamstring strain. Um, If you're really cold and you go out and you start to run and you just have kind of a rapid strain of the muscle, that's similar um, to what's happening. So that could be part of the reason why you just feel like things aren't normal. And it's just a muscle strain. And so you're recovering from a muscle strain, but you just, um, how you recover from a muscle strain and how you would train that muscle and how you would train a muscle that didn't have a strain is very different. Does that put your diastasis recti in perspective? Yes. Deep (laughs) core relies on the coordination of those muscles. So it might be that the breathing, the breathing is great. That's a, that's a key piece, but breathing's just one piece. And then like the pelvic floor is another piece, depending on the status of the pelvic floor and then the diaphragm. So you got the diaphragm, you have your back muscles, which that's where I, I get into like the pelvic tilting with like the transverse abdominis to kind of control that. And then once you have each of those different components, then we start to integrate those together and then apply that to functional movements like rolling. And I mean, connective tissue is also super important. So if there's just a little more connective tissue weakness there, it just takes some time for that to uh, strengthen. 
So that's why like putting things in place and making sure you're eating enough and positioning yourself so you're not overly stretching those tissues and like going into two difficult planking positions. Um, you're doing, a, I think it's very wise that you're haven't introduced impact yet. Um, and then if you have any predisposition to being just more mobile in your joints, what I see is that kind of translates into the connective tissue profile and the ability to transfer force across someone's body. Um, so speed moving slowly is helpful in that scenario. Does that, did I talk like in total PT terms? No, that makes a lot of sense. Actually. I just have wondered like the process of the exercises that I'm doing. If I've been kind of backtracking my progress a little bit and I'm just not as knowledgeable on that as I should be. And I think that's very helpful putting it in perspective that way. Well, I'll tell you, Kayla, I've creeped on your videos a little bit <laughs> and you actually do a pretty good job controlling your diastasis in a lot of movements, but there are some movements where it's not overly significant. And I think if you weren't trained to spot it, you might not see it, but there are some movements that you're doing where you're not doing an excellent job controlling it. So I think even just like walking, even Jocelyn can go watch some of your videos and see what you're doing. And so she can talk you through some other modifications you can do. But yeah. I, I, again, I creep on your videos. I really like them. And I really like a lot of the modifications that you're doing. And to be honest with you, I know you mentioned that you thought, you know, fitness beforehand really helped you recover. There's a lot of good research to suggest that it's not just a thought that that's actually true. And so, um, Sometimes there's extenuating health circumstances with why people have difficult deliveries and they could still be very healthy and do um, exercise or kind of meet themselves where they're at. Um, that didn't happen to you and that's great. And so I think you're actually, you're taking your postpartum recovery in a very, very healthy manner. But if this diastasis and kind of maybe lack of full kind of squeeze pressure or closure with pelvic floor is kind of the last piece that you're struggling with, like, where I always tell people like you're my friend like I, I love helping people with this but I really love helping my friends and I love connecting my friends with other people that can help them so let us teach you how to help yourself and you're gonna get through this muscle strain and kind of improve your ability to generate force through that linea alba in no time so you're gonna you're not gonna have to worry about oh gosh you know how long am I not gonna be able to roll in bed but some of the stuff that Jocelyn's going to work with you on, I think you're just, if you have questions, like, please come to us. Don't, just as you're such a good coach for other people and you hear what people are going through and you coach them, um, we are not moms. So unfortunately, we cannot offer that perspective at all. But we can with musculoskeletal problems and, oh, hey, I'm kind of noticing this with these activities. That's our bread and butter. So let us help you. That's so don't helpful, honestly, don't because either. I just don't have the knowledge and amazing perspective that you guys have. And it's just so helpful to be able to kind of collaborate together and be helped by some great friends and people who know what they're doing and are so smart about all this stuff. So that's just amazing. Well, I just see this too, like, 
it's, I think sometimes people think that PTs are all like, oh, we want to do this. Like nobody else can do this. We want to empower you. You reach, I mean, you have almost 10,000 followers. You reach so many women. And if you can learn these modifications and see the change, think of how much your coaching will be elevated because you can start coaching people in these things. And like, we don't have copyright on this, on this, these like secrets. They're just things that we want people to know. And the more people that can know them, the better. Exactly. Cause I mean, my experience is the only thing I have to go off of. And I know all of us go through a different process, especially some of the girls that I'm working with right now who are at the same point postpartum as me. It's like we're, our journeys are 1000% different. And I don't really know how to help them other than just to be like, I'm your biggest cheerleader. Like you can do this. We got this. You're going to do great. But like to have a different perspective and different things to chat about with them and to help them with is fantastic. You know, really you, you talked about mindset and helping with the mindset is huge. And then helping what we're going to learn through this journey, you know, we're laying, we're going to layer on some knowledge on you and you're, you're going to be surprised how I don't, I don't want to say simple, but enlightening it is. So, I mean, he, it, it, you were with those two pieces that the amount of the impact that you can have is huge. And think of it this way. I, I try not to freak people out, but in when you have you, you've seen athletes get injured, right? And I don't know if you've ever been injured they always are okay at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. The ones that go through the process of the recovery process and allow the, the, the certain healing principles to take place and then go through those rebuild phases. They, the ones that do that are stronger when they get to the other side. So if you approach it that way, like, don't think of it if you really get geeked out on this stuff and then you learn about like prolapse and all that stuff it's like if you're going to uh if you choose to run before you're allowed to run after a knee surgery or if you choose to start lifting things with your arm after a rotator cuff repair like you're gonna pay the price but it's like so think of pelvic organ prolapse if you stumble upon that is kind of like those prices of what your athletes that didn't listen to you pay. I mean, they don't die. They could still, right. they could still participate. It's just like not as enjoyable. And then they have to learn the hard lessons. So um, when I, I'm really trying to spread awareness, but in a way like this, because, you know, I'm sorry that I told you you can't run till six months. But look, I'm doing it because I know the, the payoff if you wait. Like, no right. one felt bad for me whenever I wasn't allowed to play my senior year in soccer or wasn't allowed to participate in anything for three months. So, like, get over that. And I'm talking about to the listeners. You will survive not being able to run for that short amount of time and reach, like you said, your mind. Like work on your mind. That's so huge. It makes a big difference in anything. So I think people just don't put enough focus on that for sure. No. And that's, it's like the biggest, biggest 
I think the biggest piece the mind is so the mind stuff is huge but we're probably extending our stay with you Kayla <laughs> so why don't you uh give me some times over the next five five to seven days of when you want to connect um and we will do part of it live if you want to do it on a live Instagram or like over my on my Facebook group uh okay. do it live and then um you can publish it to YouTube and then you and I, I can coach you through your own public floor exam on a private recording. And then okay. if you want to talk about it of like how that experience was, that would be probably helpful for your audience. Yeah. That would be amazing to be able to have it recorded on YouTube for sure. And we can even put this on YouTube probably, but we'll okay. see. Any other questions, Kayla? I don't think so. Thank you so much for all your time and sharing all of that with us. Anything of course. I really am so thankful you guys asked me to do this. That was so much fun. We might have to have you come back again. What do you think about that? Yeah. Like in a couple months after you're like rocking this um, recovery. That would be fantastic. I think we'd be in a little bit of a different position and have some different perspectives and outlooks at that point too. So Sweet. Yeah. So we'll definitely plan on bringing you back on probably in like six months, maybe. Okay. Um, and just kind of reach out to both of us and keep us posted on where you're at in the journey. But when you feel like you get to a point where you're like, yeah, things are really different. And it doesn't necessarily mean like my tissues are different, but just right. as life progresses and the baby gets bigger and Nate's uh, goes into football or into baseball season, uh, we just kind of want to, <laughs> I love the facial expression she just made, guys. <laughs> Um, I, I completely understand that it's football season right now. So we're kind of right there in our household, but, uh, we just, we want to follow up with you. Okay. That sounds fantastic. I can't wait to be back on with you guys. Great. All right, listeners. Well, that's it for today. Stay tuned for our next episode.